Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to Haunted Tales, your weekly dose of horror. We've got everything from ghosts, cryptids, and curses to deals with the devil, giant insects, and more. Sit back and enjoy this week's story after a little message from our friends. Amanda blinked at the darkness that surrounded her. She could hear the pipes gurgling in her walls, footsteps on hardwood floor coming from the apartment above, and her own breath matching the fast rhythm of her heart. A layer of sweat seemed to cover her whole body. She felt hot in one moment, then freezing in the next. Something was wrong. She knew it. It wasn't the dream that had just awoken her. She couldn't remember any of it, nor the fact that nobody was sleeping beside her. Mark was gone. Maybe he had never even been here to begin with, the tiny voice inside her head whispered. Maybe that was the dream. Her whole life. Everything she had done, all of it. How could she be sure she even existed? Shut up, Amanda hissed into the darkness as she turned to her other side. She could see the silhouette of the small bare lamp on her nightstand, and in front of it, her phone. Mark's last present, she thought. How late was it? How long had she been asleep? It felt like only a moment, a few seconds since she had gone to bed, but the darkness that surrounded her had changed. The world had changed. Amanda buried her face in her pillow and held her breath while listening to the sounds surrounding her. Muffled voices came from the apartments above and below her. People talking loudly to each other, laughing and shouting. The pipes stuttered again, grown sorrowful in her walls. A low moan echoed around the room. It's just a fridge, Amanda tried to explain to herself, but something inside her began to stir. It was pure instinct that made her move when instead she wanted to lay down after drinking too much at the bar, that made her leave the bus a stop early because she could feel someone staring intently at her back, that made her walk away from a taxi because she could see the bulge in a driver's jacket. She could feel her pulse rise in anticipation of something she couldn't exactly pin down. Her body, her mind, telling her that she was no longer safe in her own home. Something was wrong. Slowly, she let the air out of her lungs while she kept listening to the noise surrounding her, pressing down on her conscience. The voices below began to change. She couldn't make out exactly what was being spoken, but now their tone sounded threatening, violent. She could see them in her mind, their laughing expressions changing. Stop it, Amanda groaned. There was nothing to be afraid of. No one was getting murdered, there was no monster under the bed. She was just tired, hadn't slept well in over a week. Her overactive imagination was playing tricks on her. Just as she tried lifting her head from the pillow to turn around again, a new sound made its way to her. Something scraped across the bedpost right beneath her. The noise was soft, quiet, 
but Amanda stopped, her face still pressed into her pillow. Again, the scraping started. This time a little bit louder, more focused while she remained motionless. Something wasn't right. Was it the sound itself? Well, it was different, strange hearing it so close, so clear. A shiver ran down her spine. Rats? No way. Those little bastards would have left other signs. Droppings and chewed-on spots on her furniture. She cleaned her apartment religiously and hadn't seen anything. No, that was not it. The noise itself wasn't a problem. Amanda listened again, heard the scraping, but nothing else. Her brow furrowed. Around her, the world had gone silent. She could neither make out the voices below or above, nor the pipes or her own fridge. Nothing moved. No one spoke. Only the scraping remained. Slowly, she lifted her head off the pillow, before reaching for the edge of the bed. The air around her seemed colder than usual, felt like ice on her skin as her fingertips reached the wooden frame. Amanda could feel every single hair on her back rise as she moved her body. Something was wrong, very, very wrong here. She pulled herself across the mattress as silent as possible, while keeping her attention on the noise under the bed. Still, something unseen was scraping along the wood. It sounded small, tiny even, but Amanda's mind was not convinced. Whatever was down there, she had to be cautious. She could feel the fabric of her cover sliding over her skin while she pulled her head closer to the edge of the bed. Maybe she should turn on the light? All she would have to do is reach for the lamp on the nightstand. Her instincts warned her against it. Extending her arm over the edge seemed impossibly dangerous. The thing scraping across the frame under the bed would pull her down faster than she could scream. Calm down, she whispered to herself as her head finally reached the edge of the mattress. Everything would be all right. There was no monster under the bed. Slowly, holding her breath, Amanda crept forward. The scraping stopped as soon as her eyes found the darkness on the floor next to her. She waited, held her position, didn't dare to move even a muscle while she stared down off the bed. Nothing moved there. At least she couldn't see any movement, her instincts warned her. The small amount of moonlight filtered through a curtain stopped short of the floor. It was pitch black down there and the hairs on her nape of her neck stood up. There was no movement, she repeated. Nothing could be down there only two feet from her face. She tried to bring herself to turn around, get back under her blanket and sleep, but she couldn't. Her instincts forced her to stay still, to not make a sound in the absolute silence that had crept into her apartment. You're being paranoid. There is no monster under your bed, she reiterated in her thoughts. Then. Why did she feel as if something or someone was looking back at her? Was she truly alone? Did she lock the front door today? She could see her neighbor in her mind. The dirty old man with a gaze that never seemed to meet her eyes. If she forgot to lock her door, he could have come in while she was asleep, waiting under her bed, scraping at the bedpost. Don't be ridiculous, Amanda hissed. The sound she made seemed to wake something in the darkness.
It was more of a feeling than what she could really see, but her body moved on its own. She felt her muscles strain as her hands pushed her back, away from the frame and the darkness that lay beneath. The world swirled around her as she shot back, and for a single moment she thought she could see something white and sickly reaching out from under the frame, where her head had been just a second ago. Amanda's back crashed into the wall. She raised her arms to defend herself from the incoming attack, while her feet kicked against a mattress, uselessly trying to increase the distance. She could feel the pain radiating from her spine as she scraped along the wall toward the corner, but nothing followed her. Silence was all she could hear over her own ragged breath. Whatever had appeared out of the darkness wasn't about to follow her just yet. Still, she didn't lower her arms, didn't dare to let her attention wander from the place where she had last seen this thing. Her heart raised in her chest. She could feel every single beat and the air growing cold and stale in her lungs. What the fuck? Amanda whispered, while the low scraping resumed under her bed. Seconds passed by, turned into minutes, while the woman tried to steady her breath and heartbeat. She was sure she had seen it. It wasn't a dream, she repeated over and over in her head. Whatever kind of monster lived under her bed had tried to grab her. Still breathing hard with her hands held in front of herself, she tried to think of a way out. In her panic, she had made a grave mistake. Her back was pressed into the corner of the room. The phone and lamp were far out of her reach, and to run away would mean to jump down from the bed. She could already see the sickly white arm stretching itself to grab hold of her ankles if she tried to run away. A single drop of sweat dripped from her forehead down on her extended leg and Amanda had to stop herself from screaming. No, she wouldn't give this thing the chance. Slowly, she pulled her legs to herself, made sure not to touch the frame any longer, while the scraping under her bed started up again. She needed to get away, to escape this thing. The only problem being, she had no idea what she should or could do. Running away seemed like the worst option. Touching the floor, the darkness would drive her insane. So, she needed to call for help, call someone, anyone. But her phone was out of her reach. Maybe she should scream, Amanda thought. If one of her neighbors heard her, they could call the police. She could feel her own body starting to shake at the thought. What would happen if this thing down there heard her too? Fuck, she hissed, and the scraping stopped instantly. She could feel the temperature of the room drop and the silence setting in. What was going on here? Something began to move beneath her. The sound of her body, heavy but unseen, shifting under the bed filled the room, and Amanda knew instantly that waiting here on the bed wouldn't save her any longer. She had to try it. There was no other way out. Her feet were under her before she could even think about what she would do. Time seemed to slow to a crawl as her hands lowered, gripped the sheets, and her body bent forward. Like a sprinter, right before the start, she thought, but pushed the idea out of her head. There could be no distractions. She had to concentrate. The thing beneath the bed shifted its weight again, and Amanda knew that her time was running out. Its presence wafted through the room like the stench of a corpse. She had to get away. All the muscles in her legs moved in unison. 
She pushed herself forward and jumped into the darkness that surrounded her. A hissing sound filled the apartment, and Amanda wasn't sure if it came from herself, the mattress, or the thing beneath. Her mind raced as she sailed through the air. She could feel every heartbeat, the gust of wind on her skin, and the eyes following her. In that moment she knew that she truly was no longer alone in her room. Gravity pulled her into the darkness which covered the floor, and Amanda bent her knees to catch herself. A few steps was all she would need. One, maybe, two seconds, and she could reach the door of her bedroom. This thing wouldn't follow her through the whole apartment, would it? The soles of her feet touched something soft, and a scream escaped Amanda. It took her a moment before she realized that she had just landed on the small rug in the middle of her bedroom, and the damn thing moved with her. She felt her legs losing their stand, shooting out from under her and her whole body falling backward. Panic seemed to push every single thought out of her head. For a short moment, she felt weightless. Her arms shot back. She tried to soften the coming crash and tucked in her chin as she collided with the dark floor. The impact of her fall pushed all the air out of her lungs. She could hear herself screaming again and thought that she felt something pop inside her shoulder as she rolled over the floor. Dazed, it took her a second to realize where exactly she had landed as a strange smell hit her nostrils. Something rotten lay there in the darkness. Amanda looked around, tried to listen for any noise in her vicinity, but the only thing she could hear was the ringing in her ears. Get up! she screamed inside her head as she remembered the thing under the bed. It saw her, looked at her. She could feel its gaze burrowing itself beneath her skin. Pain shot throughout her left arm as she sprung to her feet. The world spun around her, gravity seemed to try and pull her back down, but in her mind she could already see the thing under the bed crawling toward her in the darkness. She stumbled, nearly fell, but the shock from the searing pain in her shoulder forced her to stay on her feet. Where should she run to? The door had to be somewhere close, but in her panic she felt as if the room had changed. Somehow the presence of this monster had seeped through her apartment, perverting everything it touched. Something stirred in the darkness next to the bed, only a few feet away from her legs. Fuck, she hissed, whirled around and jumped into the direction opposite of the thing under the bed. The room, no, the whole world was still spinning around her. She could feel the folds of the rug under her feet as she ran through the darkness. She needed something, anything, to protect her from the monster. No light followed her where she fled. The room had stretched itself in her mind. She knew it should only be a few steps before she should reach the wall. But for her, the distance grew with every passing second. Behind her, the scraping started. Loud enough to cut through the ringing in her ears. Don't turn around, she screamed inside her head as she crashed into something hard and pointed with her hip. Amanda felt a sharp pain. Her knee bumped into wood and she could hear clattering and clinging somewhere in the darkness. Hope bloomed inside her. Even through the pain and fear, she now knew where she had landed. Before her stood her desk and with it her laptop. Not wasting another second, she jumped up, scraped her shin against the edge of the table as she pulled her feet away from the floor and whirled around. The room looked just like before. She could see her bed at the other wall, soft moonlight shining through the curtains. 
and something white poking out from under the bed frame. It looked like an arm, and Amanda felt a chill down in her bones. The monster was no longer completely under her bed. She couldn't see its eyes, but knew that it was staring right at her. Why did Mark leave? Especially now that she needed him the most. Or was this his revenge? Had he brought this thing into her room? A last fuck you from the guy who wouldn't commit? She felt tears welling up in her eyes. It still looked at her, waited for something, while Amanda's back was now firmly pressed against the wall. Somehow, she had to find a way to call for help. Only, any noise she made would lead this thing to her. Slowly, while always looking at the monster under her bed, she extended her arm and reached blindly for the laptop. Her fingers were shaking violently. She expected that the thing down there would start to move any moment now. But it just waited. Let her reach for her computer. The plastic top felt cold under her trembling fingertips. She pulled the small laptop toward her, heard the scraping start up again and mixing itself with the noise she was currently making. What should she do? She couldn't really call the police on this machine, but who of her friends would help her at this hour? Until last week, the decision would have been an easy one, but she didn't think he would save her now. Especially if he was the one who had brought her into this mess in the first place. Amanda felt the edge of the notebook touch her thigh. Whoever she messaged would need to help her fast. Her fingers were still shaking as her nails found the top and started to open her computer before she stopped herself again. Light. How would this thing react if the brightness of the screen flooded this room? Would it disappear? Like some kind of frightened apparition? She highly doubted it. This monster felt far more dangerous. Her mind wandered just a moment. She looked down on the still shut laptop, wondering if the risk was worth it, as she felt something change in the room. The smell shifted. A new wave of the stench suddenly hit her, and Amanda forced herself to ignore the notebook and look at the bed. The curtains next to it fell dark. She could see the light shrinking back, and in the shadows, something else began to stir again. She felt it move more than she could see, but it was clear that the monster was now leaving its den for good. Not fast. It didn't have to hurry. It knew exactly where its prey was hiding. A scream was building inside her, but she made herself stay completely motionless. Her fingertips still rested between the body and lid of the notebook, while her eyes stared into the darkness. It looked back at her. She knew it with every fibre of her being. Coldness gripped her heart, until she felt as if ice had started to grow inside of her chest. Only her eyes moved anymore. They darted from side to side, trying to find a sign as to where the monster was hiding now. Still, she could feel its piercing stare inside her body. But now, it felt as if the thing was everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Something moved in the darkness closer to the door. Just about where the rug was laying, she thought. She could hear a scraping noise on the pitch-black floor. It was coming closer. She had to make a decision. Amanda pulled the laptop toward her. Maybe she hoped it could be used at least as a weapon or a distraction. The small computer was light. The cover felt brittle. But it was the only thing she could reach for right now. Again, that damned scraping started up. Now louder, filling the room and heading definitely in her direction. Please. She begged in her thoughts, 
Please, someone help me. No one would be coming. Why would they? Her friends had abandoned her. Mark had abandoned her. And now this thing was in her room between her and the door. She couldn't clearly see it in the darkness, but there was no denying that it was there, stalking her like prey. The feeble moonlight shining through the curtains grew weaker still, and Amanda knew that it was only a matter of time until any kind of light stopped completely short of her room. Maybe that's the plan, she thought, and a shiver ran down her spine. It waited for the moment when the darkness would take over. Fear gripped her. She could feel her fingers shaking up through her arms. Pain radiated from her left shoulder with every movement. No, no, she couldn't let that happen. Giving herself over to this thing, not even trying to save her own life. The thought was unbearable. Without waiting another second, she turned the laptop in her hand, made sure the screen would face this thing on the floor before she opened it with a single motion. The noise of plastic scraping over plastic cut through the near-total silence. The machine in her hands whirred softly. A small light flickered at the side of the laptop. She could feel the monster's eyes on her again, as she prayed that the light would protect her. But nothing happened. The humming stopped as fast as it had begun. One small LED flickered softly one last time, before dying again, and the screen never even woke up. Despair gripped her. She slapped the backside of the machine to make it work somehow and could feel the plastic denting under her fingers. Nothing moved. Please, she hissed into the darkness, her eyes now looking for any sign of life in the machine. But it stayed as dead as the room around her. A noise that sounded like a soft chuckle found its way into her ears and she knew that the attack would follow shortly. Her heart beat so hard it felt like it tried to break her ribs. The air in her lungs seemed to turn into liquid. She couldn't breathe anymore. What should she do? What could she do? In complete desperation, she could feel her hand lifting the notebook above her head and throwing it blindly into the darkness. The crash that followed echoed through the room. Bursting plastic sounded like exasperated gasps. The ripping screamed like a screeching howl. Amanda felt the first hit against her desk. Something shifted in the wood. Her side of the tabletop tilted forward, and she knew that there was no way out for her this time. Screeching screws broke through the cheap wood. Glue came undone as the whole desk started to break into pieces. With a whimpering howl, she could feel the table bend under her weight and screamed as she fell into the absolute darkness. The world stopped turning. Nothing moved anymore except for her. Her hurt shoulder crashed to the ground. The pain seemed to rip apart her body and mind. She tried to protect her head, tumbled over the floor right toward the monster and prayed that it would make it quick. Somewhere in the blackness, someone chuckled. Mark would have saved her, she thought, before she felt her consciousness slip and her mind fall into the darkness deep beneath. Amanda woke with the first small ray of sunshine that found her closed eyelids. She couldn't feel her left arm, tasted blood from a gash inside her mouth. Somehow, she had survived. Slowly, she blinked into the sunlight shining far too bright through the curtains. Little black flecks were strewn across the room. Keys from a now disintegrated keyboard, shards of broken plastic from the case. She groaned softly as she turned her head. 
The monster was nowhere to be seen, she thought, and felt relief, until her eyes locked onto the gaze of the thing under the bed. For a single moment she could feel the dread she had felt last night, smelled the rotten stench and tasted blood again before the memories rushed back. His arms were bound, so were his legs. The duct tape still shut his mouth, and only his elbow was peeking out from his hiding place. Mark's gaze was fixed onto her, his lifeless eyes staring right through her and into eternity. She chuckled, grimaced, as she pushed herself from the floor and felt a sharp new pain from her shoulder. First, she should go to the hospital. Afterward, she would take care of this thing, Amanda promised herself, as she cautiously held her wounded arm and made her way toward the window. A fresh breeze was all she needed now. Something to lighten the mood and banish the stench. There was no monster under the bed, only bad memories, soon to be forgotten. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this week's story. If you did, please consider supporting us on buymeacoffee.com slash hauntedtalespod. If you have anything to share with us, be it comments, story ideas you would like to hear, or just cute pictures of your pet, you can find all of our social media links in the episode descriptions. Until next time.